This podcast contains explicit content. Hardly focus. What was that name of that uh, Neon Genesis? That Dennis, I can never fucking pronounce it right. <laughs> this podcast is hardly focused. Evangeline, Evan, Evangeline, 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 Joey. Hear more at hardlyfocus.com. Man, I fucking love the franchise and I can't even fucking pronounce the name right. <laughs> Hey, we're Hardly Focus. Nate Fillers, Jack Gill. You can get us at HardlyFocus.com. We are on your favorite podcast app. We are on YouTube. We are... Uh, yeah, that's where yeah. we're at. We're not sponsored by Pringles, but these chips are great. What kind is uh, that? They're the hot ones. They're, they're the name the, the, that. Las Calientes Verde. Ooh, that green oh, salsa. It's so good. I, ha- I'm, I can't stop telling everybody about it. Like, it's, I'm scared because it's a limited time. I'm wary. We only have a choice. Oh, dude, I'm so wary about like the flaming hot treats and like they got like the flaming hot Mountain Dew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just uh, I can't stomach it. I can't do. It. I remember when I was younger, Trader Joe's had like a jalapeno soda. And oh, that sounds awesome. And I remember trying it just thinking because I'm like, oh, it's 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 jalapeno soda. This is cool. And I remember I seem to recall enjoying it, but I was also 10 years old at the time. And nowadays I think about it and just the, the thought of that just makes me shudder. So I like I, hot I, food. So I mean, I do, too. I enjoyed a, a delicious giant bowl of chili before we did this. Nice. In, I in, had pizza. In, in the 90 degree weather we've been having as of late. Yep. Hey, we got some rain today. It was heavy. Dude, I am fucking pissed because my banner photo, whatever, the the profile photo, not profile, the big fucking photo on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. Profile picture? Yeah, the, the big banner. Uh, oh, it's, right. It, it's Cooper. It's a photo of Cooper in my backyard. And I'm pretty sure I took that like late last year. That photo has been up there for a long time. And I'm looking at that and I'm just so mad because we got a lot of rain last summer and my yard was so green and full and it is it is dead. It is a wasteland out there right now. It is very yellow out. Yeah, we've we've gotten enough rain now where the uh, grass is growing but now i can see where it's it's coming back and where i don't think it's going to come back like i'm gonna have to get, like get a landscaper to come in and just like or not. reseed everything or just not put astroturf on I, it's fine people keep you know it's uh, people keep saying that to me oh i was joking but, you're not, <laughs> but you're, you're not the first nor second nor eighth person to ever say something like that to me <laughs> i okay. just it's we've been in a drought. I'm like, I'm not going to waste water trying to make my lawn look nice. I I mean, I care, but I also don't care because it's just going to be fighting a losing battle. If it's just going to be 90 degrees minimum every day. I mean, it's it's unseasonable. It's unnatural. There's I don't know anything about owning a house, so I don't really know if having grass is just like a aesthetic thing or if it actually does something for you. Like, does it make the property value more or something? Uh, I mean, uh, it might contribute to that, but it definitely is an aesthetic thing. Um, If 
if you're getting your house appraised, you probably want to make sure the lawn looks nice because they're going to check that. And they're they're and they're they're not just going to check it to be like oh this guy's lazy and you never watered and now his lawn is dead but they're going to check to make sure there's no like severe grub issues and uh, problems okay. that if you sell the house and someone else buys it that you're you're leaving them with a catastrophe that they're going to have to take care of. So yeah, that's fair for me. It's just the 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 drought killed my lawn and a couple of years ago I went out and. Uh, one side of my house reseeded the entire thing and it grew back and it's dead again. So I, I, at this point, like, I don't care. Cause like, again, it's 90 degrees out every day. We're in a drought. I'm not For wasting now. water. For now. I'm not wasting water though. I'm not doing it. Maybe we'll see what happens uh, next spring. That, that beautiful brief period of time when everything is nice and green again. Uh, but hey, hey, Nate, think of it this way, though. I mean, if you, if you ever land yourself a house in the future, you probably won't be paying what you're paying now for rent. Right. It's just the matter of getting it. There is that. Hey, it's just like it's so twisted, you know, anything is possible, man. I, so I got new neighbors. I got new next door neighbors and they're very, very clearly younger than me. Um, I'm getting to a point now where I can tell when people are younger than me, even though I'm I mean, coming yeah. out that I, I probably emerged from my house and meeting the, uh, the lady neighbor today. She probably thought I was like, Oh, your parents home. Wearing my, it's legend, those, it's, my Zelda shirt. <laughs> it's those damn TikTokers that are just <laughs> blowing up and you're just like, dude, you're 20 years old and fuck you, dude. I, um, I don't want to blow this with my new neighbors because they have a black lab and I walked outside because I, I the storms that came through today knocked a giant branch down in my backyard. So I was going to go outside and move it. But I look outside and I see the dog running around. And I'm like, hey, go meet my neighbors because I've seen the dog. I've seen them, but I haven't talked to them yet. I opened the door and the dog was outside playing with uh, like one of those Kong balls. Mm-hmm. And he just ran right up to me and dropped the thing in front of me and wanted me to throw it. I'm like, I like oh, you. Dogs are good. Like, you are already my friend. And I don't want to blow it because my own dog, as sweet as he is, would be the type to ruin that friendship immediately. <laughs> I can see that. Cooper, I love Cooper, but he's got big tough guy syndrome. Most but, small dogs do. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a, a black lab that lives on the other next door. That's Cooper's best friend. So hopefully Cooper's dumb enough to see this black lab and think it's the other black lab and be like, hey, I'm your friend. It's me, your old pal Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I have another comment in mind, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to play the intro to the segment and I'm going to save face. I will. I will let others come to their own conclusions how about that that's how to do it all right here we go hardly focused presents do you finger your own asshole just to smell your own shit like i don't get it how fucking dumb are you we will start with the kids these days the damn kids these days with their rock and roll music and their 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 tweed and their their music television 
Uh, this one from The Hill, which is a, a political outlet. One in four Gen Zers plan to become social media influencers. I believe it. And you know why I believe it? Because once upon a time, my mom worked as a middle school teacher. And uh, once upon a time, I did YouTube. And I made a deal with the principal that if we could use the school as a filming location, I would come in for career day and talk to the kids about YouTube. And so we shook hands and I got to film stuff in the school and it was pretty hilarious because we did things. <laughs> See, you, you sought permission. I would just go and do these things and then I would get in trouble. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we still probably got in trouble. So what we did is we had a sketch about why Donald Trump is orange. And it was like <laughs> about him, like, like people pitching different things. And he's just like, no makeup. It's not good. And then finally someone is eating a bag of Cheetos. He's like, how about that? So what we did for the final shot is, um, I believe I was, yeah, I was wearing the Donald Trump mask and we bought like this air bazooka and we filled it up with Cheetos and he pulled the string back and blew Cheeto dust all over my face. <laughs> we did it in a room. We we're going to clean it up um, without anybody knowing it. But literally the second after we shot it, the janitor knocked on the door, opened up the door. I'm covered in Cheeto dust. And he's like, We're closing soon. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we just have to, we're, we're just clean. We're just going to clean up. And he's just like, okay. And then he left and I was like, oh my God. Was he, was, whole, he, was he mad because now he had to clean everything up? Oh, we cleaned it up oh, okay, for, nice. for sure. But it was just like, he wasn't going to know that that even happened. But right after we did it, I'm covered in Cheeto dust. And there's Cheetos all over the floor. <laughs> there's Cheetos everywhere. And he just opens up the door and sees just me wearing a Donald Trump mask <laughs> covered in Cheetos. And then he just looks down at the floor and then looks at us. And we have this moment of, yeah, we know. Should just start spitting licks, man. Yeah. Throwing out some of those uh, Trumpisms. Yeah. That would have really painted the moment. Well, I was too busy having a heart attack because I was just like, oh, God. Daddy. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it was it felt like I was in middle school all over again. Like you got in trouble and like something they caught you. Yeah. It's like, of course, they didn't say anything to our face. He just like I was like, we're, we're cleaning this up yeah. for sure. And it's like, so I, I this obviously happened within the last three years then. Yeah. OK. Um. But maybe, anyway, maybe longer. I, that, that, I, that's why it's like my, my stories are all like back in high school. It was, I don't know, not like acceptable. I still got in trouble, but here you are doing this in, in the last half decade. Yeah. In your thirties. Yeah. <laughs> so I did, I, to, I did uh, the career fair and like the amount of people that want to be YouTubers and TikTokers 
and whatever you call the Instagrammers. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. It's because that's all fucking people just do now. That's all they do. And that's all, uh, I, I was listening to a podcast today that I was recently turned on to. And it's actually really cool. It's, uh, the kids from the Sopranos. It's Meadow Soprano and, and Anthony Jr. And they, the, they have a podcast together now. Nice. This is like my favorite thing is the uh, actors from the shows that we grew up with. All they all do podcasts together now, like The Adventures of Pete and Pete, uh, Boy Meets World. There, that's that's what you do now. Anyway, uh, the actress that played Meadow was talking about how her kids, like, I mean, they're they're like young, like five years old maybe, and all they do is they're just on the iPad all the time on their iPad. And they're just watching, uh, they're just watching shit on YouTube. And one realm of influencer are the Twitch streamers, and the audience is just people that they don't want to play games; they want to watch others play games. This yeah. I worked with someone at my last job where this this kid was older than me. He was in his 30s at the time. And he's obsessed with just watching other people play. Get like when he, when he wasn't working, he'd just be watching Twitch streams. He'd be watching stuff on YouTube. And, and this is sort of early on in that craze, right? Like this is maybe like six or seven years ago. This is when it's starting to take off. And I, I'm like, dude, why aren't you playing the game yourself? He's like, I don't want to. Like that, that, what you're doing right now is not fun. There's no enjoyment in this. My cousin's kids, uh, whenever I see them, they're just watching shit on YouTube of other people playing Minecraft and Roblox. And this is what uh, Meadow is was bitching about on her on her podcast. Just kids watching other kids playing Minecraft. Play the fucking game yourself. Like fuck. It's fun watching you get so angry about this. Because it's like... I, I mean, I agree, <laughs> but it's also like I suck at playing games. <laughs> I'm sorry to Nicole because she's a Twitch streamer and there, and she, she has literally thousands of followers on her channel. So there are people out there that are doing this to her. I mean, no disrespect to Nicole. It's just a concept that I cannot wrap my small head around. Yeah, I'm not sure I really understand it, but I've I've been... I've been working with the Game Grumps for a while and they're they're a channel that plays games and they have commentary over it so there's at least that. I didn't want to so give out any like identifiable identifiable information about the individual I was just talking about but that's what his big thing was. He's he's like obsessed with Game Grumps. Oh, okay. So. And yeah. that's I mean this again this is like when Game Grumps was first starting and I just it is a concept that still baffles me to this day but back then especially Especially when you're working in the industry, like, dude, that you have this shit at your disposal. You're yeah. you're literally being paid and given tools that would enable you to enjoy all of this stuff on your own, and yet you still insist on watching other people do it. Yeah, there's this weird thing that was happening with a lot of people. It happened to me too early on watching Game Grumps was this weird feeling that you're friends with them because you're hearing them talk about their everyday lives and 
you're hearing personal stories and you're hearing all sorts of things. And it wasn't until I went and saw Game Grumps live that I was like, wait a second. They don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> there was like this big feeling of like, I was going to go see my friends at a show. And then I surprisingly found an article that was saying the exact same thing. Like they went to go see Game Grumps live and they were they had this weird feeling that they were seeing friends and it's just, I don't know what it is about the internet, but it's really easy to connect with people. So on that level, I guess it's like a psychological aspect of like kind of playing the game vicariously. Yeah. I just, I prefer to, I just want to experiment. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is like, is it old school now to have this thought? I, I want to experience the game for myself on my own. Like, I don't want to have to. I mean, there's sometimes I will watch like long plays of uh, of games, but it's games that I've played myself. And, and it's sometimes it's just to satiate the uh, the urge to come up here and hook up my Sega Dreamcast, go through the take, yeah. go through the time of like finding the cables and getting it hooked up. Uh, cause then by the time you do all that, then you're like, I don't want to play this anymore. And so, and it's, we have the technology at our fingertips to just go and go on YouTube and watch someone else do it. But there's also, um, Oh, let's, here's a great example. The last of us is being released again next week. This is now the third time it's coming out, but it is a full blown remake of the game. Okay. Uh, it is, it is being rebuilt entirely using the sequels engine. They're actually calling it part one. It is officially being retro titled oh, cool. retroactively titled part one um so it will seamlessly blend into part two visually yeah i will spend any amount of money they charge for this game to purchase it and buy it again but al- already because there are leaked copies out there already you can watch other people playing it and i do not want to do that so the other aspect about it is that a lot of people like having background noise like it feels like they have like friends they're with like company so there's yeah. there's there's multiple reasons why people love watching people play games like i know for for a fact that when the pandemic started i was obsessed with um twitch because i was like oh my god that i can talk to people it's a chat room but then there's people playing games and you can interact and there was concerts and stuff like that it was just like i get it because like human interaction is like it's going out sucks yeah yeah, when you're in your own house and you're like can hang out with people that who are also in their house you're like oh this is less stressful because like if i if i you know if something dumb happens then i just you know so uh, during the pandemic, in the early days of the pandemic, and I'm pretty sure this is in Minecraft, one of my favorite bands, American Football, uh, they put on a show in Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Because that's just a thing that you can do. Uh, I forgot the song has... It does not immediately go into the music. Yeah. It takes a little while. There's Someone took this song and... <laughs> Hold on, I'll, I'll start it over. They took this part and they made a 10-hour loop of it. 
<laughs> I think it's called it's awesome. It's called Never Meant by American Football by the song Never Starts. <laughs> I love when people do stuff like that. I, they somebody did um uh Smash Mouth All Star, but he just says um the years start coming and they don't start coming and they don't start coming and it's a, that's the whole song. And like it goes throughout the entire song. Oh, you mean like, this? Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. Yes. And then there's also this. Yes. So the whole entire song, not just that one part, like they loop his vocals, but the instrumental keeps continuing. Uh, It's pretty funny. uh, Fucking YouTube with their ads. I have to play this for you. Okay. Uh, the uh, have small penis then get big penis tablets no now we're getting the now now it's it's election season so now the Um, you know the election ads are starting to show uh this is so this is so well done that american football's record label commented on the video saying we're calling the police nice you're you're gonna like this you're really gonna like this it's uh it's never meant by american football but a unique take on it. Here we go. Is that a Nintendo engine? I am trying yeah. to place the noise. Super Mario 64. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah, did you hear the little Goombas at the beginning talking? Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what they were. I was... Yeah, that's my favorite. They actually they replicated all of the chatter in the background just turns into the Goombas. It, this is just... it. There's no business. This has no business being as good as it is. Yeah. Enough for the record label to take notice. I love it when they do that. Right. Anyway, uh, eight-bit versions of songs. Yeah, like there's so many different. Bit. There's so many different variations of this of this song, especially this is there's there's like a period of time where, um, uh, <laughs> Sorry, the next video that comes up. American football never meant, but it's a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. Dude, that song's hilarious. Never meant, but it's 1984. Um, uh, yeah, they did the same thing with Smash Mouth too. I remember even on this show every week we were featuring a new version of uh, All Star. Which is soon to be sung by uh, a completely different individual. Oh yeah, that's true. Got a new singer. Um, 
Is it? This is going to bother me now. Uh, oh, I think this is it. Never. Here we go. Never meant, but it's Blink-182. big smile on your face and you've had it for the entire time this has been playing dude i love mashups uh i actually got my hands on a bunch of acapellas and um instrumentals mm -hmm. and i downloaded um mixed in key this is like a program that tells you like what your um the keys are of like what key every song is in okay and so I was, for a good couple of weeks, maybe even a month, I was just taking vocals from one song and the instrumental from another and just putting them on top of each other. Oh, just, nice. Just seeing how they meshed. Yeah. Nice. I, I wonder if it's still up. I put it on the TikTok, but... I'm not on that TikTok. Have to say, you. I mean, I, yeah, I could still watch a video. I'm just, uh, um, I, I just refuse to be on TikTok. I, uh, you know what I would do? I don't even know if it's similar. I would take uh, a Sega Genesis emulator. There's one emulator out there where you can um, select all the, because I think like the Sega Genesis had like three or four different sound channels on it, and you can turn, you can toggle all the different channels, and you can effectively remix like Sega Genesis music as a result. Oh, that's cool. So there's two. Uh, there's two top comments on the video. I was just playing American football, but it's Blink One Eighty Two. So the first one is, "quote This could be an early, brand new track." And okay. Then, and then the second comment is from yours truly, with many, many likes on it, pointing out the uh, the exact best moment of this track at 56 seconds into it. I love that part. I love that part because they, they managed to mesh the two songs into each other perfectly. Hell yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of the project okay. that I did. It's okay. Because uh, I think you would like it. I'll send it to you at some point. But Was it Space Bear? It's not Space Bear. It's <laughs> like, it's 
we it was a pun of super smash brothers but it was something else super smash your mom <laughs> damn it's gonna drive me crazy because i can't remember it well look we uh, went on a bit of a tangent there well yeah we're hardly focused we, we lost focus on what it was we were talking about so according to the hill.com uh one in four gen zers plan to become social media influencers uh they say uh, new survey results from higher visibility show one in four members of Gen Z want to emulate celebrities like Addison Ray, James Charles, Charlie De- Demelio. De- Demelio. I have no idea who. I know who Addison Ray is because she pissed off a bunch of people on uh, The Tonight Show. Um, and she's a Trump supporter. I don't know who these other two people are. Um, one of four members want to emulate these celebrities who make millions of dollars through brand sponsorships and advertisements, but are also subject to intense public scrutiny on and offline, such as Logan Paul. And is it Jake Paul? Is that the other one? Yep. And it going to the suicide forest. <laughs> Look at that guy. He hung himself. <laughs> I'm smart. Uh... Stupid assholes. You're either uh, really the only formula. I don't care how guys pull this off, to be honest with you. But really, the only formula to be a quote-unquote influencer is by being an attractive female with uh, nice cans. That That's really all it is. Like, the, there's uh, Paige Spiranak, for example. I follow her on, on Instagram. She's the one I affectionately call uh, pancakes. Because she is stacked. But, <laughs> but, 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 but. She's uh she is she's a golfer. She's she calls herself the original Insta golf girl, I think is is what her handle says, what her profile says. But she's a very good golfer. She's an extremely good golfer. There there's enjoyment in in watching her golf. She also just happens to be an absolute smoke show and she knows it. And she uses that to her advantage. But you have to uh uh you, you have to split up the uh you know the the image and the talent but at the same time she knows what works she knows what uh, gets her attention what what rakes in the money mm-hmm. um i sent you a link by the way i found i found my tiktok is this uh can i play this uh as long sense? as it's as yeah I well mean, like if i play well like does the audio make sense yeah okay should okay. just pick one which one you have multiple i have choices oh god I mean, it's yeah there's a bunch there's i feel like oh there. i think you sent me one of these before i'm pretty sure because i was trying to get it off the ground but okay it was just it was fun it was just more fun just finding different songs okay i i like one of these combinations here that i see let's try this one
Oh, I clicked at him. I'm sorry. I didn't realize if I oh, clicked okay. away, it would stop. Oh, I'm so good. You I'm, get it. Okay. I do get it. That is great. I mean, it's so fun. That it is awesome, so dude. That's really Thanks. good. I remember you, you. you made a couple of these and you sent those to me. And uh, yeah. It's, it's just, a, it was a fun project, man. I really wanted it to take off so that it would be worth my time. <laughs> but it, it, a lot went into making them fit and everything. So, yeah. Um, you did all in Pro Tools, too, it looks like. Uh, close. Ableton. Ableton, okay. They, it looks similar, but... Oh, yeah, and what was it? You just found stems? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, you can find stems anywhere, pretty much. Okay. It's the internet, you know? Like, some people put up websites, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, trying to... I was, I was um, vamping a little bit because I made this Taylor Swift thing uh, a long time ago and I'm ha I'm having a bitch of a time trying to find it. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it, it, it might be on a, the hard drive somewhere, but it's not on this computer. Funny story about the one that you just played. Um, I couldn't find the stems for the Cranberries base. <laughs> exactly. So I played the bass myself. Oh, no shit. That's cool. Yeah. So that was me playing the bass for the, uh, it was me playing the bass line from Cranberries. It was audio slave guitar and then the singer from Rage Against the Machine. Do you want to, you want to have your mind blown on this unless you already knew? Um, does it, I'm just going to name drop him. The, uh, Alex Rossiter. Oh, yeah. Uh, were you, were you, were you uh, friends with him, pals with him back in the day? Yeah. He's, he was my, uh, Base idol. Uh, I, I was at uh, Jawbreaker at the House of Blues uh, earlier this year, and we were standing sort of near each other. And like, I thought it was him, but I didn't want to like go up to him and be like, "Yeah, hey, I haven't seen you since like 15 years since high school." So I was like messaging him on Instagram, and we were having like a, a conversation over Instagram at the show. And I'm like, I could just walk over and say hi to you, but I, I'm a I'm a nervous Nelly, you see. Uh, anyway, uh, Alex Rossiter holds a very great distinction. In my eyes, he played bass for Dolores or Reardon at her final concert ever before she passed. Really? Look up video on YouTube of Dolores or Reardon final concert, final performance, and you will see Ross man on stage playing bass Holy shit. because he does uh, save by the 90s down in New York City. And she joined them for one of their shows. Holy shit. And uh, he, he has some tales about that because it was not long after she passed away and she unfortunately was not in a good uh, frame of mind when that happened. But the performance, though, A+. Plus. Exactly what you would come to expect from uh, Dolores O'Riordan right up to the end. I have to see this. Thing. I remember just watching it. I'm looking. I'm like, that dude looks like Alex playing bass. And it, and it was him, and I just said, fuck it, and I messaged him on Facebook. He's like, yeah, it was me. I'm like, dude, points. All the points. I'm getting an ad for health. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, oh, shit, it is him. Yeah. Wow, it just immediately starts with her and him. Yeah, that's how awesome. awesome is that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I haven't seen him in 15 years, so <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen him in several months. And even that night, uh, I, I wish I approached him. That's I mean, cool. we're, it was also in the middle of a, of a concert, too. I didn't want to be screaming in his ear the whole time. 
Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's so awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I, he was, I looked up to him as a bass player. Oh, he's a fantastic bass player. He's, um, he was, he still is amazing. So yeah. it's like, fuck. He was one of the best. We had some, we had some incredibly talented people. We went to high school with it. Hell yeah. All, all sorts of musicians. Ricky Duran. Yeah. Hey, I know a guy who uh, gave me uh, a cowbell and a woodblock for my drum oh, yeah. kit. And I still use them <laughs> to this day. He gave me a crash cymbal too, but I destroyed that thing in about 30 Immediately. seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Oh, no problem. I still, they're, they're all in good condition. You gave me two cowbells, I think. Or did you only give me one? I feel like I gave you a woodblock and a cowbell, maybe. I okay. don't really remember. Because, I was like, dude, I'm not playing drums anymore. <laughs> well, I have two cowbells. I have, I have a, a big cowbell and a, and a smaller one. Uh, obviously, they produce uh, two different tones, but uh, I have the smaller one hooked up. I can't remember which one you gave me, but I definitely remember the woodblock that you gave me. You gave me the crash cymbal, too. I destroyed that. I bought two Wuhan crash cymbals. No relation. Uh, and I'm, I'm waiting. They're, they're thin. I'm waiting to see how long it takes me to wreck these. Immediately. Uh, okay. The, the, what, were we, what were we talking the about? The point of this article <laughs> I want to point out is um, there's there's two paragraphs here I want to call. Uh, more famous or three social media influencers can find audiences on a variety of platforms like Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, they don't mention OnlyFans. They don't mention um, Patreon. Uh, the rise of the industry was so strong that in 2020, creators launched the American Influencer Council. More famous celebrities can make up to $1 million for posting a single sponsored image or video on Instagram. When queried, the majority of respondents guessed the average yearly income of an influencer was between $75,000 and $100,000. And many pointed to free products, earnings, and meeting other influencers as top perks of the profession. Holy entitlement. Yeah. What a awful age we live in where you just expect that if you just start putting yourself out there on the internet and and call yourself an influencer and try to market yourself as such that that is going to set you up for a life of riches <sighs> i know i know it was, it was very it was very hard for me not to tell these kids like the nightmare half of it like i was just like i very carefully worded my presentation to make it seem like as neutral as possible but at the, at the time like you don't know what goes into all this like creating stuff creating content is like as soon as it becomes your livelihood it becomes a nightmare yeah it's way better when you just are making stuff for fun and you don't really care for it to pay for your house yeah but when it's as soon as like you the money starts happening and you're like, fuck, that's kind of kills it. That's this podcast, dude. That's exactly this podcast. I don't want, I don't want to make any money off the show. I do not want some other entity to come in and, uh, become like a consultant or, or have a boss to line into because yep. then it's not fun anymore. Then it becomes a job. Then it, yep. uh, the, the the everything that we've done in the last 40 minutes the tangents the playing of american football the band not the sport oh god will we be chided for for that i mean people are probably gonna listen and say, oh you guys suck like whatever no because there's there's people out here listen that, that like this stuff and are entertained by this stuff 
Yeah, uh, thanks. And uh, those I, people. I I know people who would want to make something like this into a career and refuse to uh, acknowledge and accept that doing in doing so hey there's no money in it and b once it becomes a job it's not fun anymore yeah it's pretty crazy god i know grown-ass adults who who think they're influencers and they're not and it's, you get yeah it's just it's just watching themselves douse themselves in gasoline and then set themselves on fire and then question why everything hurts pretty much and most people only see the good half. Like you don't see what goes into making stuff. Even like just playing video games online, like it's so competitive. Yeah. Like especially nowadays where like anyone can do it. The, you have to bring something special to the page. And once you find that something special, it becomes work. You're like, oh, I got to find the unique thing. I, I just think of like the, the cosplayers, like, the Jessica Negris, who any any simpleton, any any simpleton with a dick or woman, if if you know they they swing that way, you know I'm open minded. Uh, they're gonna look at they're gonna look at Negri, for example, and they're gonna see her tits, and they're gonna see her all made up and wearing some amazing looking outfit, costume, whatever, and uh, they are immediately they're gonna sexualize it. Right, they, that that that's all they're going to think about. They're not going to think about the amount of time and effort that went into making the costume, that went into the actual makeup, the lighting, the photography, the travel to the the location to do. It. There's so much involved in that, and uh, and and I think even she knows that her audience, all they care about is can they get off looking at this, and it's in its incredibly suggestive nature. She's not even naked in any of this shit. It's just, it's, it's just, it's the angles and knowing what to show off. But there's a lot of work in that. There really is. She, she regularly talks. She posts making of videos. She talks about how long it takes to make this shit. And the, the making of videos are, are incredibly long. She does all yeah. this by hand herself. It, there, there's a lot of work involved. In this, and people just think that they can sit down. Just sit on oh. their ass and just. Oh, and God. Do I love anyone who just sits out i'm gonna start a podcast and they, they sit down and they blow their load in 30 seconds they sit down and they think that they they know what they're doing and then they fail because they realize they they can't carry a conversation they have it nothing a to lot talk harder about. than i thought uh, i don't know what to say yeah they they, they have no chemistry with their co-hosts they, they can't just uh pull something out of their ass and stretch it for 40 minutes like, dude, we've been doing this for over 10 years. We know yeah. how to stretch shit now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this, is, this is easy for us, but we've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> but goddamn, do I love anyone that just sits down and says like, and, oh, and the best is when they invest money into the equipment. They look at like a studio. I'm, I'm just touting toot my own dick here. But they look at it like a studio that I've built and they're like, I'm going to do that too. I could and, do that. And then they build it and then, and then they release like one episode and it's unlistenable because there's, uh, so, uh, what do you want to talk about? Oh, my microphone's too loud. Oh, uh, okay. Now it's, now it's too quiet. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God, I don't know what I'm doing. And, uh, it sums and, it up pretty nicely. Uh, thank you. And that's also what the first, um, uh, 150 episodes of this podcast sounded like 
Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I, I heavily digress. One of these is still playing. <laughs> oh, the okay. correct one. No, there's a lot that goes into Sorry. everything. I didn't mean to go on attention. It's just it's it's people think that this shit they they watch it and they they're like, I want to do this. I can do this. I have a phone. That's my favorite though. Yeah. I love watching people say, This is easy. And then they just completely eat shit. Like I was I was doing an open mic and right after my set, an audience member came up to me. It was like, I could do this. This is so easy. How do I get up there? I'm like, put your name down on the list. See how easy it is. He's like, oh, it's fucking, I got this, man. It's so easy. And then he told like one joke and it, he was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go. Yeah, um, you are a content creator. I know you've had your gripes about um, uh, YouTube and other platforms, and it's you, you put hard. a you put a lot of work into it. You know how I know you put a lot of work into it when I ask you, "Hey Nate, you want to do the podcast this week?" and you tell me, "No, I'm filming something." Yeah, you know what that is? That's commitment. That's work. Yeah. That's effort. That means you've planned time and you're putting the, the, the time and the effort into, into doing your own thing. And I respect that. I admire yeah. that. It was fun, but it was mostly hell. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I just, it was, it's a lot. There's a, so much that goes into sketches, music, all that stuff. It was just like, even like the worst part of it is, is the research part. Like that's a huge portion of, like, whereas I, I feel like a lot of people think that they can just put on a video game and start talking, but also that's hard. Have you ever tried to like have a normal conversation or like a riveting conversation, mind you, like ever in my life playing, playing a video <laughs> game? Like you're like the there's plot going on in the video games. There's some big jumps that you have to figure out and you still have to say things that people are interested in in yeah. hearing. You can't just be like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get this coin up here, and oh yeah, see, I got the coin. You know, I had 98 coins, but now I have 99 coins. You know what you do? You just no one watches that. You just you you sit there. How about like you and I sit in front of a green screen, and we got the mics in front of us, and then we have someone off screen who's just playing the game, and you and I. Now we have to face away from the screen because I don't I don't want any of us getting distracted but everything yeah. is going on in the background and we're not doing play by play. We're not doing color commentary. No, we're, well, we are doing color commentary, but it's not related to the game whatsoever. You and I could be talking about uh, president Biden for giving trillions of dollars of uh, student debt while yeah. uh, a playthrough of the last of us. Part one you could do is, that is, is playing in the background. Like I've actually kind of toyed with that idea, but that's what everyone else does. And I don't want to do that. I want to do what I'm doing right now. Then do that because I have fun doing this and there are that one. There's like a half a dozen people out there that enjoy listening to us. And yeah, do (laughs) do it. your do it your way, man. I've decided, you know, there's so many comedians that have been like, okay, this is, this is how you should be doing comedy, man. Like, let me tell you how to do this. And I'm like, okay, I appreciate it. And I know that you're right, but fuck you. I'm going to do what I want 
I'm going to use my note cards, even though you say it's not professional. Uh, it's my shit. It's the way I'm going to do it. And the thing is, is if everybody reads the book on how to do the thing and does it exactly like the book, what are you offering to the, to the world? Yeah. Like there's nothing unique about it. God, so. I, I had a, I had a boss who they, they were fucking terrible. They were, they were one of the worst bosses I ever had. One of the worst managers I ever had, but uh, myself being in management or like in a leadership position at this place, we had a couple times a year, you know, uh, management training, how to better yourself as a manager. And this dude would go to these. I would go to the same ones with him. And yeah, there are some nice takeaways, but it's like things that you just kind of like, you take no, you take the notes on, but it's really just about like, it's exactly what I just said. It's bettering yourself and applying what they're, they're saying to that. And for him, it was literally like an instruction manual and trying to follow things by the book and then going into a state of panic when it doesn't go that way. Because they're the type of person who would who would uh, come up with a million scenarios in their head and everything had to go exactly as the scenario has been played out. Or else. And guess what? It's never going to go that way. And when it never went that way, which it never did, they would have a meltdown. Yeah, they would. They, they would just lose their shit. And uh, just the way I do it, man, just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. And and what the fuck ever. Kate texts me just now. She just goes, Pebbles, who's her her older dog. Pebbles just tooted to propel herself off the couch. I look over at Cooper, and this is the picture of Cooper. <laughs> He looks fucking. Ter- <laughs> I can't tell if that's terror or anger. That's that's a mix of both. <laughs> that's like a really fucking good photo too. It really is. I think she's got. I don't. I, I don't remember what kind of uh, iPhone she. Had. I can't remember if it's got the the two lenses or the three. But that I can. I'm. I'm. Like look at look at those follicles, man. Like that's definition. Those are those are some fails. Those, that is some hair this boy's got. Anyway, uh, so the moral of the story is if you have, if, if you're quote unquote Gen Z and you have aspirations of doing absolutely nothing with your life uh, because you think that you can just get away with uh, becoming a, a social media star and uh, becoming rich and, and the like. And, and and by proxy becoming a complete absolute scourge of society, piece of shit, because that's how what they all turn that's into. How it goes. That's just yeah. what that's the way it goes. Right. You, rarely do you ever hear about any of any of these folks donating to charity and volunteering at the local shelter and any of that. No, God no. Yeah. Also, spoiler alert: it usually takes like several years, like maybe like five to ten years, and like. We'll see if we can live on this planet for that much longer. <laughs> yeah, how long have we been doing this? You and I doing this thing? Yeah. <laughs> All that recognition that we've got. <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, I feel like we have intentionally kind of slipped under the radar so that it wouldn't become a, a job. Well, not just a job, but also, you know, I we, we all have actual... Uh, responsibilities now and things that yeah. 
such uh such lifestyles could jeopardize yeah so we we got to be oh, careful man, it would be so stressful like that's the the irony of it is that when if if we were getting if this was paying for our our houses and paying our bills there would be so much stress for these to be good and in doing so would make it bad but when you don't have the stress of being good you just can do whatever it ends up being good you know i i was thinking about <clears throat> i was thinking about two things they're really the same thing earlier this week fred toucher made some comment about how how much time had passed during the first hour of their morning show uh where they hadn't talked about poop and i thought to myself this man helped net a 20 plus share for his demo on his radio station. <laughs> it gives me a lot of hope. <laughs> you know, some people can just sit back and just let it ride. You can just sit back and just coast and they'll be just fine. So I'm, I'm fine doing what we have right now. Cause I know, uh, uh, I know it works and I know, <laughs> I know where those lines are and I know how to, um, Kind of like step on the like like okay so the line is like oh my god my ears just like as I stood up I love that but like here's the line right and I'm just constantly like leaning over I'm not touching you though I'm not touching I'm not touching that's how I do I spit everywhere. Same here. <laughs> when I have it. All right. Um, let me get uh, try to get myself situated again. This episode is brought to you by Hot Ones Pringles. You can get the Hot Ones Pringles at the grocery store. Get them while you still can because they're limited time. The green one is real good, and I give it uh, eleven out of ten stars. Uh, don't have it if you have GERD or any problems digesting stuffs. Thank you, Nate. Uh, I know I, you, you said something earlier moments ago that it's my thing, but you're part of this too, man. It's our thing. It's it's group effort. I don't think it's I a team. I couldn't you're do the leader, though. Uh, thank you. I, 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 my well, one time years and yeah, this is back in my parents' basement. That's how long ago it was. But Mike had posted something like he was, we were back when we do the show live, and. Uh, Mike was going to plug the show, but I, well, I don't even think I was home yet. Like people were waiting on me and Mike made some comment like our fearless leader isn't here. And I'm like, he called me a leader. Uh, I don't know what to do. Lead or lead, I guess. Lead. I'll try. Oh God. My, uh, my headphones, I think, or there's crackling going on. You saw when I stood up there? Mm-hmm. That might have been it. <laughs> Bones were broken. You take risks, and sometimes that happens. Well, I'll guide the ship, but y- y'all are me mates on the ship. So I appreciate you. Okay. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you, thank for, you for having thank me. Thank you for enduring my rants and my diatribes. Always fun. For the rest of you... 
We will talk at you next time. Thank you for listening. See you. Bye. Goodbye. Manifestation may not have happened.